so how cool is it that these three guys that we just hear about in the gospel were able to go up that mountaintop and, and see Jesus in all of his glory. I mean, how cool would that be? How lucky were they? I mean, they're lucky because they were called by Jesus and they got to live with him and eat with him and listen to his teaching and just spend time with him. But then on top of all that, to have these three, Peter, James, and John, kind of selected to, to, to climb up with him to that mountaintop, they must have thought, well, we're pretty special you know we're really pretty cool guys we're like the best three of the 12 because Jesus is asking us to go up there for this like nice little picnic up on top of the mountain you know so they they get their burritos and their thermoses of coffee and their little oranges their little cutie oranges and they're gonna take all of this up and have a nice nice they don't even have a tram to get to the top you know they're gonna get up there and have a nice picnic just Jesus and them well of course they get to the top of the mountain that's not what happens at all you know forget the picnic idea what happens is, is this Jesus that they've been hanging with now for, what, maybe three years. You know, who they know pretty well, who they've spoken to, they've had time with him, they've eaten lots of meals with him, you know, they've fished with him, they've done the whole thing. But up there on top of that mountain, how cool is it that they were able to see this Jesus that they knew and loved so well, not just with skin and bones like the rest of us, but suddenly filled with light, suddenly illuminated from the inside out, you know, with clothes so bright and white that no fuller, no bleach could ever make them that light. Not even Tide Pods could do that. And he's illuminated and he's filled with light and he's filled with God and they can see the God in him. And there he is with Moses, the patriarch of the law on one side and and Elijah, the prophet of the prophets on the other. And they're talking away, having a good time together. And these three guys get to see it all with their, their own eyes. How cool is that? How lucky are those guys? You know, and we think about how lucky they were. How blessed they were. How graced they were to have a moment like that with Jesus. And we say, well, what about us? What about us down here who never get to go up to the mountain with Jesus? You know, we never get to have those special moments. We we never, you know, it's 2,000 years ago, long ways away from here. You know, the distance between Albuquerque and Jerusalem, I don't know how many miles it is, but it's a lot. And so here we are. You know, and it's pretty easy to kind of fall into, well, that's great for them. How lucky for them. But for us, you know, we don't get that same privilege, that same blessing, that same grace in our own humble little lives here in Albuquerque or Spokane or wherever we happen to live. But, you know, feeling sorry for ourselves, poor us, poor me, is not an attitude that's, very becoming for Christians because as Christians we we are people of faith and one of the primary things we believe that with the resurrection of Jesus you know he's still with us he's still very much a part of of our lives in all kinds of ways when when Peter says during the midst of that great vision of Jesus in his glory he says it's good for us to be here Well, the same we can say as well. It's really good for us to be here. You know, no frowns on our faces because poor us, we don't get to see Jesus like those guys did. 
To the contrary, our faith assures us that we do get to see and know and love Jesus just as much as they did. They're not any more privileged than we are. They're not any more blessed than we are. They're not any more graced than we are. You know, how great is it? How lucky we are? How cool it is that even after all these centuries, even after 2,000 years, we can still gather together, not on a mountaintop, but in a beautiful church like this, and have the Lord Jesus in his humanity and in his divinity nourish us with his very own body and blood. That's pretty cool. And every time we hear those gospel passages proclaimed, we're hearing Jesus' own words, just as fresh, just as beautiful, just as powerful as they were 2,000 years ago. And it doesn't stop just by being here in the church. When we go out of this church and we're with our families, you know, we have lots of ups and downs. There's lots of good, joyful moments, and there's plenty of difficult ones that come our way. But in those families of ours, how often, if we have the eyes to see and the ears to hear and the heart to really know, how often we encounter the living, glorious, human, divine Jesus Christ. You know, you have a brand new little baby born into your family, a child or a grandchild or a great-grandchild maybe. And you see them for the first time in their tender little skin. Their beautiful little eyes are looking up at you. And you put your finger out and they kind of grab onto it with their little itty-bitty fingers. And gosh, you just melt. It's so beautiful. You're encountering the creating God, the beauty of life, light and love. You're You're encountering the divine Jesus in that moment. Or, you know, you have a fight with somebody in your family and it gets kind of bitter and angry. And you're feeling kind of bad thoughts about that person. You know, why aren't they as good as I am? And then that person comes to you out of the blue and says, gosh, I'm really sorry I hurt you. And you say, I'm sorry too. And you give each other a little hug. Well, for heaven's sakes, that's a God moment. That's a Jesus moment, if there's any. That's blessed, that's grace, that's privileged. That's seeing Jesus in the flesh and in his glory. And there's a ton of those in all of our lives, every day of our lives. You know, you don't need to take a tram up to the top of the Sandia Mountains to experience God. You know, most of you, 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 you're, you're busy washing the dishes, you mothers and grandmothers out there. You're washing the dishes and, and, you know, you're busy and it seems just like the same old work you always do. And all of a sudden you're standing there and you realize this is an act of love for your family. And it just overwhelms you. And it's not the dishes, it's not the soap, it's not the sink, it's, it's God. It's Jesus. It's love. You're seeing with your heart the real Jesus in your own very kitchen. 
And again, there's tons and tons of examples. You, you're out on the street outside of this church and you come across some homeless person with their, their bags and their, 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 their burden, you know, with the stuff they, their whole life is on the back of their shoulders or in their little shopping cart. And you get closer and closer and you know, you know they're gonna ask you for something. You know they're gonna ask for some money or some help or something. But they don't. They come up to you and they say, have a blessed day. And you go, wow, I just met Jesus. I just met Jesus. He didn't ask anything from me. He just greeted me, blessed me, gave me a smile. Well, that's pretty cool. That's really lucky. That's an encounter in the real world. With the living Jesus, the very same Jesus Peter and James and John knew so well and saw in his glory up on that mountaintop. It's good that we are here for this short time we have on the face of this earth. It's good that we're here with our families, with our friends, with our neighbors, with the poor, the immigrants. It's good that we have hearts that beat and eyes that see and ears that hear. It's wonderful that we can still hear the voice of Jesus and still be nourished by his body and blood in the sacrament. It's wonderful that when we need to be forgiven, we can go and have Jesus' own hand placed on our shoulder and hear the words anew, your sins are forgiven in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. How great is that? How cool is that? You know, when just before they come down off the mountain and go back to their ordinary lives as fishermen and disciples and apostles, Peter and James and John hear, you know, the big voice from heaven, the voice of the Father. And we always sort of think of it as a booming voice. You know, this is my beloved son. But maybe it wasn't booming at all. Maybe it was just a little voice, a gentle voice, little more than a whisper or a murmur or a breath of wind slowly touching their cheek. Maybe all they heard was the voice of the Father gently, simply saying, This is my beloved Son. Listen to Him. Listen to Him. Listen to Him. And we have to take that so seriously because it's not said only to those three guys on the mountaintop. It's also said to us. And this Lenten season is especially tuned for listening to the beloved Son with our special practices, the beautiful scripture readings, the stories, the the penances, the sacrifices we make. It's a wonderful time for opening our hearts anew to the many ways Jesus shows to us his humanity and his divinity, his glory and his love. And those special words, this is my beloved son, listen to him. We fulfill those whenever we open the scriptures. We fulfill them whenever we pray. We fulfill them whenever we're generous and gracious. 
whenever we're forgiving and merciful ourselves. And during this Lenten season, it's a really special time to fine-tune that skill of listening to God's own beloved Son. During this coming week, starting tonight, we're going to have a special opportunity to listen to that beloved Son. In the coming nights, we'll be able to hear His voice in His very own words. The very same words He spoke to Peter and James and John and the other apostles, to His followers, to the women of Jerusalem, to the women of Galilee, even to those Pharisees and Sadducees and priests of the law that he's always kind of contentious with. In Luke's 15th chapter, Jesus tells three little stories, three parables. Surely one story was told in, in three different ways. But I dare say it may be the most important chapter in all the Gospels apart from Jesus' passion and resurrection. Because in that chapter, Jesus tells us what God is like with us. He tells us what God's name is. He tells us what God's heart is, what his being is. Pope Francis reminds us that it's summed up in one word, mercy. God's name is mercy. And in that chapter, we have those three little stories. God is portrayed first as a shepherd who will do anything, go to any extent to find his lost sheep and bring it home safely. And then he compares God to a woman of the household, a a mother who's lost a whole day's wage inside her house. She's desperate to find it. She looks and looks and looks until she finds that coin with which she will feed her children for the coming week. And finally, Jesus tells us God is like a father of two sons. The one son, the younger son, is the famous prodigal son who goes off and wastes his father's money in a foreign land. But whom the father waits for his return He doesn't judge him. He doesn't hold it against him. He simply waits with longing for that boy to come home. And he receives him with love, without any limit. And then he's got to deal with his jealous other son, the arrogant one, the proud one, the poor me one. He pleads with him too to come back inside, to come back into his father's love. And through these stories, by retelling them and going deep into these stories, these coming nights, we will learn God's name. We will encounter God's heart. We'll encounter God's very being, which of course is one of unlimited love for us, pardon, mercy, forgiveness. So, as the voice from above says to the three cool apostles on that mountaintop, and to all of us, 
In this coming week of Lent, let us listen to the Beloved Son as He opens our eyes, our hearts, our ears anew to God, who is mercy, who is our Father, who is our Mother, was our shepherd. As much then, as much today as it was then. So let us know that this day, this week, this place, it is good for us to be here. <laughs>